Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And today, I am joining Allie for a little intro here. Uh, We have so many different creative techniques. I am on the phone, and Allie is in person, and she's going to be interviewing our guest today. So this is kind of a little different. Yep, that's right. That's why our voice might sound a little different recording over the phone, because Matt's a busy guy. (laughs) Well, it's uh, it's all good, and uh, we have some exciting news. Um, we're going to be interviewing our co-founder, Pete Zulia. Allie's going to speak with him a little bit. Uh, we had an exciting week this week, and we had our um, state um, Medicare inspection. And uh, I don't want to give things away, but we passed with flying colors, no deficiencies. So <laughs> it was rather exciting, and we've been celebrating and we've been working and keeping things up to check and putting lots of different procedures in place for the last year and a half, two years. So we're awfully excited that it all worked out well. And Allie and Pete are going to go over all the results and the ins and outs of the audit. So we can kind of peel back the curtain and give you that look behind the scenes. Yep. We'll let Pete go into detail as I'm sure he's super excited to tell me everything that went on. But as, as we expected, like Matt said, we passed with flying colors because we were just that good. So I'm excited <laughs> to see what Pete has to say, and we'll get him on. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Matt. All right. Hey, everybody. I am doing my best at my co-host duties and taking the place while Matt is busy at work and keeping our podcast alive. So I am sitting here with Pete Zulia, our co-founding partner for Oxford Physical Therapy. Again today, if you haven't heard, Pete has been on our podcast once before in an episode, or maybe twice. Uh, It was twice. Well, the one we haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't uh, released released that one yet, but yes. A couple times, so. Yeah, it's coming up. Experienced podcaster here now. (laughs) But we have had an exciting week, to say the least. least. (laughs) Exactly. And I just kind of wanted to pick Pete's brain about what exactly happened and kind of share behind the scenes look because you know this podcast is not only for physical therapists and all the medical things that we go through but also um, like I said behind the scenes look at what you know it takes to run a really successful business and Mm -hmm. to give you know PT students and other people who are interested in medical professionals as a whole who who would like to know some of this so why don't you walk us through just the whole gamut yeah well what ended up happening and one of the things that uh, we end up seeing um, in our business in the healthcare world in the state of Ohio is the Ohio Board of Health uh, in conjunction with Medicare will do site visits okay and basically what that is it's an audit um, of Pretty much everything and anything that happens in a in a healthcare uh, facility, it, not just physical therapy. It could right. be any healthcare facility. And it doesn't necessarily mean they caught us doing something wrong, no. and that's why they pay no. the visit, right? It, it's a check. Right. It's a it's a check to make sure that we're following all the guidelines, current guidelines. Um, it could be health, uh, human resource related. It could be. Uh, clinically re- related, and, and in this in this environment, uh, definitely addressing the COVID nineteen protocols, okay. all of those things are in mind. And um, so, what happens is is that 
Um, they come unannounced. Okay, surprise um, visit. So it's a surprise visit. <clears throat> and basically what they're looking for is, are you following guidelines? Right. And um, uh, we're very fortunate um, in our company, um, and we can talk about how we use some of our clinical data and just our business data here in a second. Okay. But our company has uh, f- follows a Medicare guideline process we have a Medicare committee within our company, and basically they meet on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. They discuss um, all aspects of things that uh, or items of, of issues that may potentially come up related to uh, the treating of a patient. Right. And so um, it, it, it is a process where there's a number of uh, criteria that checklist you could basically say that yeah yeah. and and through uh, a number of different medicare audits that we've had over the years um, this guideline and and medicare committee that we have follows those principles Mm -hmm. literally to a t Mm -hmm. and so they could look at anything from where the exit light is over a door Mm -hmm compared to some sort of process of how we document right. a treatment. And so it, it, it can, they do site visits on these on our, at our offices as well, just to kind of see where front desk goes, how mm-hmm. the communication between patient, front desk, and, and the, the therapist or the clinician is, um, following HIPAA guidelines as well, because there's privacy issues that we also right. have to identify. Medical. And they, it could be a two or three day process. Okay, so not just one visit, oh, no, no. stop in. Oh, looks like it's good. Bye. Uh, it, it's, it's, They'll stick with you. It's, it's a fine tooth comb that they go through, okay. and, and and they have to. And right. um, it, it's and it's not like you said. It's it's more to make sure that we're following the guidelines for the proper treatment of a patient. Of course. And so, um, this process goes through, and at the end of it. Um, the auditor, and in this case, our office manager, Rebecca Engelhart. Shout out, Rebecca. Yes, and our front desk manager, Lisa Atkins. Shout out, Lisa. Those two individuals killed it. They yeah. made it. They made the auditor's life very easy yeah. because any information that this this auditor ha- had questions on, Rebecca and Lisa were right there. They're the best. Oh, uh, big time. And so I got to witness that. Yeah. Because they have to have, in most cases, I'm the one that usually ends up kind of being there on the final evaluation okay. of things. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a very cordial conversation. Um, there are some pretty frank questions that are asked. Okay. And great explanations as to what and how we do things. Okay. And and uh, we came up uh, doing very well. We had no deficiencies. As expected. It, it, we, yeah. And, and again, that's based on our preparedness. Yep. And um, I can't say enough not only about what our clinical or what our, our administrative staff does, but our clinical staff is following those guidelines as well. And um, everybody as a team effort really put their, their best foot forward. Uh, they made the information um, that was requested very easy to be not only seen but also explained right and um at the end of it um you know it it's it's anytime that you go through any kind of an audit uh there's always things that you kind of wonder oh my gosh did we do everything we're supposed to do right and um quite honestly we were probably more um 
uh, you're more prepared than you thought you were. We were, we knew we were prepared, <laughs> but we were more, um, uh, questioning afterwards some things that maybe we can do a little bit different based huh. on our standards. Okay. Which is kind of interesting yeah. as well. Um, a little bit type A, but you but, know what? But that's okay. <laughs> and you know what though? Here's the other thing about it is, is that you don't get better staying in one spot. Right. And so, um, when Rebecca and I actually drove back to cor- the corporate office after our, our, uh, uh, our audit, mm-hmm. um, it was a 45 minute drive of just literally things we need just to like work reeling on. back oh, in your head. Just it was, we were spot keeps on. going. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I really, I, and, and that's where our management team, um, from Matt on the clinical and operational side to Lisa at the front desk to mm-hmm. Rebecca, who's, you know, the operations person, they all have such dedication. Mm-hmm. And then anything related to our billing with regards to Colleen um, Hausfeld, out. I mean, all of those. Every time I say a name, you're going to shout out. I have to shout out because right? they okay. listen. We have followers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that that's, that's very, very comforting to know. And, um, and I will tell you that based on the information that we were gathering, <clears throat> part of what we do, on top of what we work with our human resources team, um, the, a lot of the information on the diet, on the clinical side was, was gathered through our software. Yeah. And, um, and maybe some people may not know about it, but... Uh, I don't think we've gotten to speak about no, it yet, but that's something else that sets us apart yeah, from, from... Yeah, and... and anything s- else. <laughs> the, the biggest question sometimes for people that, that hear about it is, who does this? Right. Um, we, we, six years ago, we decided that the software, software that we, that we use yeah. to run our business yep. was, was uh, not where we would like it to be. Right. And then we did an investigative tool just to kind of see what else was out there. And everything was generic. Okay. Everything wasn't uh, to our liking. And we wanted to be specific. Because we are different. Y- yeah. yeah. And, and we and we believe that. Yeah. And, and, and following our mission and, and the things that we do to try to help with serving. So we just decided that we would invest in our company, mm-hmm. invest in ourselves, right. invest in the community, and really kind of take it not just from a physical therapy standpoint, but anybody that's in a private practice environment, it's built for healthcare. Okay. So um, th- all of this information that the Medicare auditor was looking at, we were getting it right of our, out of our software. Okay. And as I'm watching Lisa and Rebecca literally pull all this information out, because the last time we had this audit, it was all paper charts. Right. And it's not like they're practicing what they're going to expect when they get there. They could ask them a question right on the spot and they would have to know where to get it. Correct. From. And so that's something that our new software is able, and luckily they're really well trained in it, Yes, that they can just pull it right out. And, and what happened was, is that at about the three-year mark of our development, um, we decided that we were going to go and, and use it even though it hadn't been completely fully developed right. yet. So <laughs> we were our own beta tester. Yeah. And uh, uh, who better to edit something than to uh, use it? Well, that's it. exactly it. Yeah. And and so um, it, it was it was as we said a huge investment, but it wasn't just financial. Right. Uh, which was huge, by the way. <laughs> but it was more to follow the guidelines of what our company really believes in and what we stand for. Yeah. And our if mission. we can, yes. And I, if we, if our mission is primarily to serve others, what else but to have the data that we need to have it readily available uh, to be able to create not only the clinical model but also just the the customer service model. Right. Um, and so 
we were really kind of fortunate that we had all that in, in place. Uh-huh. And as I said before, those two ladies, they were, uh, they were spot on. Okay. So, so how do you feel now? Is it relieving? Well, it's relieving because of the fact that we knew we followed the guidelines. Right. And realized that, that because of the way we do the things with our committee, guidelines change. Exactly. They're not, they're not etched in stone. And As so, does time in life. <laughs> uh, that, well, that's exactly it. Just it like changes treat, with just, the time. Exactly. Just how we, we mm-hmm. maybe potentially change a treatment process for a diagnosis. So the fact that we were able to be very flexible okay. with not only what the, the software was create, what has created, but also flexible in a sense that if we needed to change or modify something, we could literally do it on the spot. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's the thing that really is kind of cool for us. So for those listening, um, for anybody that works in the healthcare field, and maybe, you know, luckily like us have never had a deficiency in anything, Mm -hmm. what would happen if we did? Well, there's... anybody did, not just Yeah, it's when they find, they call them deficiencies. When they find these deficiencies, they they identify them. And then there is a time frame in place where you are to address them, okay. correct them, and implement them. But if, like, that doesn't go well? Uh, you know, I've never been down that road. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> exactly. But but the thing is, is that the, 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 the guidelines in the, of the Ohio Health Department, uh, as well as Medicare as a whole, um, those are pretty easy um, rules to know. And making sure that we follow them. And the, the best part about it is from a clinical, from a business, um, and from just a customer service mm-hmm. mentality, we hit all the, all the uh, check marks with that. Right. So. And I think, you know, moving from there, are we creating anything of this yeah, new software? Yeah, and, 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 and I think the one thing that we're trying to work on is is that, and by the way, did, did we mention the name of the software? No, that's where I'm trying to get to. <laughs> Well, the, the, the software's name is Mountain Cat Intelligence. Mountain Cat Intelligence. And I have just a small inkling of where the name came from. Well, Ken went to Ohio University, right. and they're the Bobcats. Yep. And I went to West Virginia University, and they're the Mountaineers, mm-hmm. hence Mountain Cat. It's and, a fierce animal. And the lo- Yeah, and the logo. <laughs> In it, collaboration, <laughs> it creates yes. a fierce animal for a fierce software. Yeah, and whatever the green of OU is and the, and the, ro- and the uh, old old golden blue of of west virginia those colors are in there too i I wonder how that's a good palette oh yeah (laughs) yeah but no it's uh it 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 was a creation that we we just really thought was in our best interest and um uh, at some point in the future uh, we'll be able to at least share more of that information Mm -hmm. about the software as well the legacy lives on yeah and it's a business and it's a business tool yeah and that's the reason why when we used and had to identify that with the medicare audit uh, it was just very, very gratifying to know that everything we needed was right, right there. in there. And maybe someday, you know, other PT clinics or other healthcare fields uh, that would like to, you know, use this maybe someday. That's the design. Could also feel as relieved as yes. you felt after this Medicare. Audit. That is the design of, of this is to help other practices um, to try to be as practice friendly as mm-hmm. possible. Because not only are we utilizing the software, we develop the software, yeah. so we inherently know more about the needs of our patients, and it's the software is just a tool. Exactly. If we follow our business model, we follow the model that that has a mission to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, this okay. information can be very, very helpful 
and sharing it with anything from Allie and Ken and Matt on the marketing side of right. things to uh, uh, Matt and his clinical team on the clinical side of mm-hmm. things, as well as the business side of things where Rebecca and Lisa and Colleen can really uh, identify certain things. Is it perfect? Not no. yet. Not yet. But it's getting there. Yes. And, and that's it will. the thing that we're looking forward exactly. to. So. so serving those around us and in the healthcare field, um, like you said, in our mission statement, we also serve the communities right. around us. So a better community, a better business creates but more of a more all of better. A, well, it, what it creates is more of a mindset to serve. Exactly. And everybody that has a, a, a serving mentality, you're serving somebody. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. You're serving somebody. But in our business and the folks that work in our business, um, we're trying to serve the patient. We're trying mm-hmm. to serve uh, some sort of group or entity. We're trying to serve ourselves mm-hmm. to make sure that we know and we follow those guidelines or those missions. And so that's why, um, you know, as we continue to grow our business, as an example, we work with a, a, a company called Fleet Feet Sports. And Fleet Feet has four soon to be eight stores so crazy doubling in size oh yeah and, and, and i think we've talked to frank on the podcast before frank or to julius yeah we're gonna try to tease going him to, to get on here yes yeah. <laughs> we got frank in there because um the the difference between going to a fleet feet sports uh, if you want to buy a pair of shoes as an example or compared to another retailer is they're not selling shoes, they're fitting shoes. And from a clinical model on the Oxford PT end, that is so important that we have the proper shoe, the proper uh, composite in those shoes for that clinical process or or pathology that that patient has to make sure that they perform at the best and the most optimal performance level possible. Right, and we were talking before that it's not always about how cute the shoes are. Although sometimes color it matters. Helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it helps. And, and again, aesthetically pleasing is something that, that is in <laughs> most people's mindset. Um, I, I just want to make sure that I do that because that's my wife loves. Oh, color. and Linda. <laughs> Shout out to Linda with all every single pair of shoes that they have. Oh, and they know. And they know it. Yes. And that's another thing. They've served. Their community, exactly. and they know exactly what Linda wants when she walks in. Well, but there's a lot of That's Lindas. That's service. Yes, and there's a lot of Lindas But there's that no Linda Zulias. <laughs> uh, there, no. There's one of those. There's yes. only one. Yeah. And, and so the thing that's interesting as well is we may send a patient over because we think that the, the equipment that is needed for them to be able to perform at their optimal level, it doesn't matter if it's sports or just, just general recreation. Yeah. Um, they do the same. Right. When they, they identify, yeah. when a patient says, hey, you know, I have this or that problem, um, uh, in their minds, they know, wait a minute, we can get them at least over to Oxford P- right. Physical Therapy. And one of the things about what we do is we give free injury screens. Mm-hmm. It's a three to five minute screen. Uh, a lot of information is gathered in that time frame. Maybe it's some hands-on work to kind of see where that's at. And then it can, we can determine, are they a, a potential patient? Because mm-hmm. with direct access, the laws in both the Commonwealth of Kentucky. This is Matt's favorite part. Yes. The Commonwealth <laughs> of Kentucky and the state of Ohio. You don't need to have a referral from a physician to come to see us. That's right. And here's the caveat. If we do a, a screen and we know that there's a, there's a potential problem, but it's outside the scope of our practice. Right. By how we follow our practice acts in both of our, our states. 
um, we can refer that to a to a specialist so that that patient doesn't have to wait. Mm-hmm. That patient does. There's a time fra- fra- frame in mind that I think is very very important, and because we have. 30 years of relationships 30th um, anniversary uh, oh this year yeah that was pretty cool um, but because we have a relationship with so many doctors and medical per, me- medical specialists in the in the uh, region mm-hmm. um, we can find somebody that can that can address that specific issue um, and that's also pretty cool right I mean better you know, than cool <laughs> and yeah and that's a referral tool that's a a diagnostic tool mm-hmm. that sometimes people don't understand or realize that 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 two or three or four or five minute injury screen could actually set them on the on the the pace to recovery and doing it in a way that is that is optimal in a time frame time frame cost savings oh my gosh yes overall happiness yes and, <laughs> and one of the things about what we do as physical therapists is we believe that physical therapists are the experts in function oh i agree yeah and so when we identify and see those things that potentially are a problem mm-hmm. um that's a diagnostic tool if we can we are able to treat them immediately or if we have to pass that on to a specialist, mm-hmm. we can have that conversation with the specialist so that they can hone in specifically on the things that we've seen, right? So, which I think is pretty cool. And that, that is really um, where I think our profession is growing. It needs to grow further. Always th- up and up. Uh, and, and the thing is, is that I think that most people don't realize that they can do that. They can walk right in. Yep. And um, we're going to act in a very professional manner and Mm -hmm. make sure that that patient is getting what they need. Mm -hmm. And I always say a lot of our PTs um, and the reviews that we receive online always say it's more than therapy. Yes. I walk in. It's like a social club. It's like a happy hour. I'm excited to see where other patients are at. And they always leave with a smile on their face. And and, and let's face it. it, it, When you're coming to see us, there's a because there's a problem. Oh, yeah. And nobody and really wants to go no. see someone for a and, and And I, I always do this. We, we do clinical education uh, for our company at least two to three times a year. Yep. COVID kind of put a, a damper on that for a little bit. But we have we bring clinical experts in to do like a weekend course yep. for some subject education. matter. And we, mm-hmm. Matt and I always do a monthly um, clinical corner article. Yes. So our listeners know how on the top of the game it, that we and it's are. awesome yeah and here's the thing that's that's that I've done this literally since we started our business I'll stand in the back of the room and I'll literally look at every clinician that's in our system and I always ask myself okay who in here would I not want my mom to be treated right. by and every time it's like if my mom needed to have have uh, some sort of treatment everybody in this room i would feel happy qualified Mm -hmm. and and satisfied with the fact that they would be able to take care of my mom that says a lot that that's huge and and i know that that's probably not a great market research tool (laughs) but i want to get it down to the brass tacks and basically what that is is basically saying are we doing right by the patient and and that's what kenny and i first started with hasn't changed which is also pretty years. cool. And so we had this 30-year uh, celebration, and uh, I will tell the listeners that they surprised me. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it, and we had uh, a really cool 30-year celebration. Company-wide party and a surprise yeah. to Pete. So everybody knew about it but Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're aware it's their 30th year, I think. But I wasn't even – it wasn't even – 
I didn't register it. Right. And all. we showed up with a whole video and maybe some of the listeners sent in their videos to some of congratulate you yeah. and, and surprise you. And it was across the gamut yeah, we from had people that we used to do lectures with outside of, of the Cincinnati area healthcare to healthcare providers yeah. and other just Banks. professionals in this yeah. area that, that, that there was a wide gamut of people that made some comments and I was like stunned. Yeah. It, it was, was pretty cool. Cute. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We had cake and cookies and balloons. Oh, yeah. and the cookies were awesome. And, you know, I don't want to eat a lot of sugar cookies, but <laughs> I took a bunch of them home. And just to let you know, there, there are none left. Oh, good. Well, everyone can go to our Facebook and Instagram pages and see yeah. some photos from that fun event. Yeah. Also, it, you can check out our website. Correct. And on our website, the one thing that's also uh, something that's exciting now towards the end of, of this year, beginning of this year, it kind of really started. Uh, and it's on our website on the uh, patient tab, I yep. think. Uh, it talks about site of service. And what does that mean? Site of service is insurance carriers are starting to realize that, like everything, um, there's a cost involved with quality care. Yep. And um, what they've figured out in a nutshell is is that uh, uh, not only are we getting quality care, but it's at a quality price. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, if there are certain aspects of the medical necessity realm of, of clinical care that if you don't meet those, they're not going to do um, or are not going to allow for insurance coverage with outpatient services through uh, a healthcare system. So, so boiled down. Boiled down, yes. You're you're getting quality care at a quality price, and uh, there are no time limits at Oxford Physical Therapy. Exactly. For a you don't put a cap on your care. No. And so it really fits again with our model, and uh, that's also on our website, yep. OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. Did you say that? No, you're just taking my Ox whole job from okay, me today. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you say that, Allie? <laughs> it's in our intro and outro, if everyone finds us on our website and all of our social media pages. But this episode has been super fun because I feel like getting to hear from our you know, co-owner of the company just the processes of what goes into keeping Oxford Physical Therapy at the top of your list oh, in the tri-state area absolutely. for physical therapy. I think this is a good insight we're the that. resource yeah people need to know we're the resource and we'll be ready for next year right exactly awesome well thank you pete for thanks, sharing Allie. all that have a good one bye. bye thanks for listening you can find us online at oxfordphysicaltherapy.com and you can also find us on our social media pages like facebook instagram youtube twitter and tiktok remember you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of ohio and kentucky where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!